Checking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Weekly Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa bihi nasta'in. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala ahda baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs Musa in the whole Qur'an when he states, وَذَكِّرْهُمْ بِأَيَّامِ اللَّهِ And remind them of the days of God. For long, scholars of the whole Qur'an have debated, what are the days of God? Is it the day of judgment? Is it the day of our birth? Is it the days and the nights of the holy month of Shah Ramadan? What are the days of God? And upon reflection, we see from the traditions of Ahlul Bayt that every verse within the whole Quran could have unique veils and unique meanings up to 70,000 as our traditions demonstrate to us. And when we go toward the traditions of Ahlul Bayt we see that some of the interpretations of what the days of God might be are the nights of Ramadan. Or the days of God might be the day of judgment. Or the day of God might be the day in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down the awaited Savior, the Mahdi along with Jesus, in order to spread equity and peace and justice all across the world. Or the days of God might be the days of Muharram, culminating with the day of Ashura. And other traditions, they tell us that the days of God, Ayyamillah, are the first 10 days of the month of the Hijjah, culminating with the day of Eid, Al-Adha. Within our traditions, we see such incredible emphasis on the first 10 days of the month of the Hijjah. And in another verse of the whole Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, Wal-Fajr, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, by the dawn. Verse number 89, and he continues when he states, وَلَيَالٍ أَشْرٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by the dawn and then he swears by those ten nights. And again, scholars have debated in regards to what exactly those ten nights are. Are they the ten nights of Muharram? Are they the last ten nights of the holy month of Ramadan? While others have taken the opinion that it's the last or the first ten nights of the month of Al-Hijjah. There's certain sacredness to many unique days throughout the Islamic calendar. But these specific 10 days which we are about to embark on are absolutely amongst the most important days throughout of, of, of the year. And whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us an opportunity like He did during the holy month of Ramadan, we can't waste it. We have to make our best, very best effort toward utilizing it as a stepping stone toward finding him. God tells Musa السلام, that he wants him to come on the Mount of Tur in order to find him, in order to seek closeness to him. And on the beginning of the month of the Al-Qa'dah, Moses, peace be upon him, climbed on that mountain in order to whisper and in order to seek and in order to pray and supplicate to his Creator. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala added 10 days so that Musa alayhi salam can dedicate himself to God's obedience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states that we added 10 days of Moses' worship 
and those 10 days were the first 10 days of the month of the Hajj. This blessed month is also the month in which those pilgrims, they leave their homes and they make their journey toward the visitation of His Eminence, the Holy Prophet wasallam, peace be upon him and his family. And they make visitation toward the house of God in the holy city of Mecca. There are certain days of unique significance, including the day of Arafah and the day of Eid al-Adha in and of itself, which has its own merits for discussion. But rather, I want to focus on one really, really brief point. That these 10 days, the month, the first 10 days of the month of the Hajjah, are again a new opportunity for a revival. Let's take a step back for just one moment. In chapter 89 of the Holy Quran, verses that I just quoted a few moments earlier, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins by stating, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, in the name of God, the most compassionate, the most merciful, wal-fajr, by the dawn. In the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the word fajr. Fajr is often the time that we use to translate as dawn, referencing the morning prayer, for instance. But rather, Fajr, in terms of its linguistics in the Arabic language, means to rip open darkness and allow for light to enter. And thus that process is known as Fajr. It's an opportunity for us to spend a moment in reflection in regards to what exactly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about when he's swearing by the dawn or when he's swearing by al-fajr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he gives the symbolism of the breaking of dawn and the beginning of light, it could in reality mean so many other deeper manifestations of what he's trying to present toward us. Darkness versus light, ignorance versus knowledge, gloom versus beauty, a new opportunity, a new day. When I wake up every morning, we're taught within our traditions that amongst the first things that one needs to do is to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has given us a new day and I remind myself before I remind you. And the symbolism of the light illuminating the world all around us is supposed to give us the deep firm conviction that God has given us another day to illuminate our hearts and our souls and transcend our spiritual beings, so that we're able to find Him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after swearing by the dawn, He also swears by the ten nights again. And again, what are those ten nights? According to some scholars and according to some traditions, those ten nights are the first nights or the first days of the month of the Hijjah, in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Moses to be in worship to him. In which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded those pilgrims to begin to make their way to him. Whether we have the opportunity to go for the hajj or not, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by the dawn and he swears by these ten nights. He swears by the light, he swears by beauty, he swears by opportunity, he swears by a new day, he swears by the potential for a revival. 
that we have the opportunity to make within these 10 days and within these 10 nights of the month of the Hajjah. Yes, we are a few months divorced from the holy month of Ramadan and no days and no nights are like Shahrullah, like the month of Allah. But that does not mean that God just gives us that chance and those 30 days and that's it. And that we dedicate ourselves to Him because everyone knows that it's really hard to maintain that same semblance of devotion and of loyalty and of perfection and of beauty of our worship and of our actions and of our character outside of the month of Ramadan. Thus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said utilize these days and allow for light to enter into your darkness. Allow for beauty to transcend the gloom. Allow for a new day. Allow for a revival. If we've not recited the whole Qur'an in the course of the last several months after the month of Ramadan, then these are those days. If we have not fasted during the last several months after the holy month of Ramadan, then it's recommended that we fast within the first nine days of this blessed month. And if we're unable to fast all of those days, then at least the ninth day, which is the day of Arafah. If we've been absent from seeking Him and supplicating to Him and making dua to Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that these are the days of God. And remind them of the days of God. So utilize the days of God to find God because God gave us His days. And these 10 days of the holy month of the Hijjah, again, are an opportunity chance, a new day, a new light, and insha'Allah ta'ala, a revival of our hearts and our souls and our spirits. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahumma ala sayyidina wa nabiyina Muhammad, wa ala ahla baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram, at Fayaz Jafar, and look out for him on Facebook.